0: Welcome, and thank you for listening to the 9-7 podcast,
1: where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Richard and Mary
0: Robinson,
1: though we aren't relationship experts. We've
0: learned a lot along the way since 9-7. Well, hello, everyone. Hey. It's so good to be here again today. Mm Mm-hmm. How are you?
1: I'm good on this election day.
0: Yep. It is election day. Did you I, vote? Of course I voted. We voted together. When? About a month ago. Oh. <laughs> there wasn't any long line standing for us. We just went ahead and did the thing and kept it moving.
1: How did we vote? Absentee? No. Mm, we mail were, in. we early voted. Early voted. Mail yeah. in ballot? Yeah.
0: We mail in early voted. So yeah, our civic duty was done last month, beginning of October.
1: You like voting?
0: I, it means a lot to me.
1: A whole lot or a little lot? A
0: lot a lot. I had some very active grandparents and parents um in the community, so it was one of those things that I grew up excited about turning 18 to get the opportunity to cast my ballot.
1: Mm. I had I had very active grandparents too. Yep. So, voting voting is pretty important. I don't I don't know if it's like if I don't do it I'll throw up. Important. I would
0: feel very um it would negatively impact me if I did not.
1: Mm.
0: Like I would be I'd feel like I was letting all of my ancestors down if I did not.
1: Is it like missing church?
0: Is it like missing church?
1: you know when people would be like
0: no because i have a very strong relationship with god even if i miss church but it's it's because voting is a you know you don't do that but ever so often mm. um every other year um most times most mm-hmm. often every other year and mm-hmm. so it's 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 just something that is super important to me yeah like I, I have I very agree. distinct memories of my mom and dad going to vote I have Mm -hmm. very distinct memories of, you know, my grandparents working the polls, especially my Nana, Mm -hmm. you know, she was always at that poll working Mm -hmm. and on the the years that I could actually come home and vote when I was in college, um, there was once or twice, maybe I think it was once that I had to absentee vote, but every other time I voted, Nana was right there at the table pointing to the, the fake ballot. Telling me what to put as my answer. <laughs> um, just like, okay, baby, this is your your ballot. This is what it would look like. As she's pointing to the right constitutional amendment that I should be voting for. <laughs> but... um you know, looking out for us because she knew, oh, she in college, she probably hasn't looked at it. Like now we really go in on, okay, what is it that's going to be on our ballot? Let's do a little bit of research of how is it done now? What are they trying to say? And then we make a very educated vote mm-hmm. choice. Back then, Nana knew I wasn't looking as closely as i do now as an almost 40 year old woman
1: or as closely as you should right and mm-hmm. she
0: knew what i needed to do when i went in that ballot when i went into that you know booth mm-hmm. to, to cast my ballot so i was always grateful because i wouldn't have known what to pick because <laughs> mm-hmm. i didn't you know do do my due diligence in that way
1: not at 18
0: not at 18 or 19 mm. whatever the year was the age I was, but um, yeah, it's pretty important to me.
1: Yeah, same here. It's hyper important. I'll wait in any length of line or early vote or whatever the case may be. For sure. To to make sure I take the opportunity to to do the vote, stand in the rain, stand yeah, in the snow. Yeah, we did that.
0: Remember when we did that mm-hmm. in the rain, cold, mm-hmm. with an infant.
1: Mm-hmm. Whatever you got to do to make sure you vote. So many people worked too hard for it. I remember doing absentee voting. Uh,
0: in the military? Yeah, in the mm-hmm. military.
1: Wherever I was.
0: We've been together a long time. Just yeah. want to say that. Because yeah. I remember doing, like, signing you up for that and stuff so you can get your ballot and things of that nature. Mm-hmm.
1: And they made sure we got them and, you know, priorities ship them back mm-hmm. or whatever they did to make sure they got back in time. So I was always very diligent about. Voting in national, local, Mm -hmm. um, you know, anything that's not on TV. Yeah. Any kind of political election. I try to be involved in or at least know enough about it to be able to talk about it. Um, Mm -hmm. What's the word? To be able to talk about it. With an educated opinion, yeah, you know, to be able to be
0: intelligently converse about yeah, the yeah, topic.
1: at least informed, and that's that is entirely my grandfather's doing because when I first got home on my first leave from boot camp, I yep, grandpa was like, "Oh, you have done a thing, and now I will talk to you." Not necessarily as a peer, but now I would, my language to you will be elevated. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, Grandpa, in the few words he had that he did enjoy talking about, was politics and yep. what's going on in government and things like that, both local and national. Mm-hmm. So it quickly became a favorite topic of mine just for when I get home to talk to, with, yeah, with to him me. about it.
0: Yep.
1: So there's a lot of good laughs and good memories. In, in those conversations with, with my grandfather about um, about politics, like I said, both local and, and national mm-hmm. level. So, yeah, I agree. Voting is hyper important to me. And I think it's important that we instill that in the kids, too, because it's yeah. a lot of it's a big deal.
0: And I mean, this year they were sad because they wanted, you know, to go and Get in the booth with oh, us. the booth with us, yeah. You know, and then the poll workers who were, you know, blessed women, mm-hmm. typically. I don't think we've ever, maybe I think one year there was a man that mm-hmm. was there, but it was still mostly women. Mm-hmm. But they would always give them their little stickers too. Yep. And, yep. You know, they they understand the importance and how, how we feel about it. Um, Making sure that we do what we need to do.
1: And And two things to call out real quick that I thought was interesting this time around is apparently because of uh covid you know being an unprecedented time oh times. my gosh okay <laughs> i get it that, uh... we all get it
0: but that <laughs> statement is one of those that makes me want to pass out every time now cuz i'm like we get it yes unprecedented time
1: i try to use it now every time i talk about it cuz they they use it so much uh, okay but um, that, you know, older people like if Nana was still alive mm-hmm. um, aren't doing the pole working because you know, they're older. Yeah. It makes them more susceptible you know what I'm saying? to COVID. Mm-hmm. So apparently there's a lot of young people who's stepping He's up stepping, yeah. to, to do that. So that's that's a fantastic thing. But and then the other thing I wanted to double back to, which is actually, I think, our topic, which is we've been together a long time.
0: Yeah, man. A long time.
1: So, what has it been? Seven years?
0: Okay, you're tripping because we have children older than
1: that. <laughs> no,
0: we've been together, married. This month we'll make 18. 18 and we started dating on our wedding anniversary 24 years ago
1: 24 23
0: 23 years ago yes
1: okay okay
0: Mm. yeah 23 years ago
1: so what does that feel like
0: it feels like smiles (laughs) it smiles <laughs> it
1: smiles it feels like smiles i mean
0: because when i think about it that's what i do
1: yeah yeah but that's just like giving ari's answer of oh boy your favorite color is rainbows
0: our kids are fine you know they're just downstairs being
1: kids <laughs> being kids
0: <laughs> but um yeah it's 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 a. Uh, a wonderful thing, like we've worked hard at our marriage over the years, and we're still working mm-hmm. to make sure that it's you know going swimmingly. What do you think? How does that feel for you
1: uh stability that's what i that's what I mm. think of just stability it's just it's something very um consoling. No, that's not the word. What's the word? <laughs> Relaxing. Comforting? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Comforting. <laughs> Look at you being a wordsmith you
0: over know, here. You know, a little bit.
1: Um, it's real comforting just to go to bed and wake up and have certain things. Um, not necessarily cemented eternally or locked in stone, but something that you can rely on. Yeah. And that's what I think about like stability like uh when i finish work i'm going home to mary uh when like i do me? this thing i'm going home to mary you know what i'm saying yeah. i travel oh when i get home mary will be there mm-hmm. that kind of it it not necessarily grounds you but it does it does remind me of perspective and what's important you know when i think over like you know the not only the work but just the the time commitment that we've had you know to be together for 23 years mm-hmm. and the the work that went into the pre part of that mm-hmm. before we were married mm-hmm. and the work that came after we were married which wasn't like a huge transition it's not like Oh, we're dating and everything's wonderful, and now we marry and life is hard and this sucks. It was more like, oh, we're married now, and legally and things like that, there are differences, yeah, and now we have to mitigate those differences was the work, you know what I'm saying like, you know, once we were married, I could actually put you on my life insurance or mm-hmm. you could put me on your health insurance or All those kind of little things became the new things to mitigate, right? Because it's like, you know, oh, now instead of paying for one person, I'm paying for two on health insurance. We both wear glasses. So what kind of eye doctor should we get? Right. It becomes those kind of things, not necessarily like, oh, the world is so vastly different now that we went from being a couple dating to a legally bound married couple. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you feel like the institution of marriage is the, just that—an institution that you're kind of caged in—I never felt like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, we should be married because we've been together this long, and being married only nets us these other benefits that we didn't get legally
0: until we were married until we
1: were married Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying filing taxes together yeah all that kind of stuff so that's and and a lot of that was work because you know i ain't never been married before right so it won't like i knew all of those kind of nuances you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you know it gets weird as you i think for us one of the big advantages of growing together is it gets weird but since you grow together you embrace it together. You know what I'm saying? Like pension or you know, all those kind of documents and different things you have to do Mm -hmm. as an adult. And now I have to do all those things which isn't, you know, super abnormal but now I got to do those things and think about my wife, yeah, and then, when we had kids, and think about kids, yeah, you know what I'm saying, so like doing the dumb tax document when you get a new job,
0: mhm,
1: how many dependents do you have? Oh, I gotta remember, and all that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying, that becomes just like not even an annoyance, but it's just one of those things that's just like you know. Like everything we talk about, like, oh, what what am I supposed to put on this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and navigating some of those kind of things, kind of things together, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's really, for me, that's the big part of the 18 and the work, you know what I'm saying? And then I think it's the, I guess COVID is a micro, would it be a microcosm mm-hmm. of the, of the idea of being yeah. with that one person all the time yeah you know what i'm saying when they make you upset when they get on your nerves when they make you elated even Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you always happy i'm tired of being around you always happy (laughs) it's like sometimes that's the case because sometimes you don't you don't feel like being happy but the other person is so just you know mitigating that which is more a me thing than a you thing and i think that's the thing A lot of people don't think about, like, you being in whatever state you're in shouldn't, in theory, like, intellectually, you say, it shouldn't have an impact on me and my day, but it does. A
0: hundred percent. That's what I was going to say, like, you know, any type of energy that you are feeling on your own, it's not just your own when you are married and really committed. Because anything that you feel, the other person is going to feel. Mm-hmm. So if it's, you know, extreme excitement, then you're both going to feel that regardless of whatever feeling you're in in your own personal day. If they come in and they're like, you know, exuding the energy of, oh, my gosh, today has been such a blessing and God is so good, then you're going to start feeling that. Mm-hmm. And it works you know the same on the other end of that spectrum like if you're just not in a great mood or even if you don't feel good the other person when you're really connected to that person Mm -hmm. it's and and it does make it hard sometimes to communicate even um because if you're feeling a, a certain way and then the other person automatically picks up on that then now you you know if especially if it's like a frustrating thing. If you're frustrated and the other person picks up on your frustration, now they're a little frustrated and then you like, well, I can't even talk because now they're frustrated mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So it does make it a little bit harder to communicate, but one of the things I'm very proud of us for <laughs> that, you know, now 18 years married in, we are navigating the waters of you know, being able to push through those types of moments to get to the heart of problems mm-hmm. or to get to the heart of a thought or a situation so that we can tackle it together. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because, you know, the happy stuff is is fantastic. Like we celebrate with each other. The 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 joy certainly outweighs any of the frustrations that we have. Uh and but it, it makes me smile. I'm very content and and really just at a level of um just delight with the way that we've learned to navigate what are small issues that if weren't if they weren't tackled, the way that we tackle them could become very big.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's it's us and our constant striving to be better communicators, Mm -hmm. both externally and internally. Because if you don't take time to sit with yourself and understand your own feelings, it becomes really hard to verbalize that to um, someone who really cares about you. Who who can see in your actions and your traits. Because once you live with somebody and you start seeing their routine or their habits mm-hmm. in their in what would be known as like their quiet moments. Mm-hmm. And then you see that pattern change, you can you can call it out very quickly. Yep. And and you'll say, I know something's going on with you, but you won't tell me what it is. And sometimes it's that person who hasn't sat with themselves enough to be able to articulate mm-hmm. what they're feeling, which then that creates a, a, a bridge, right? Because people instantly look inward, right? Like, what did I do? Right. Why are they upset? What's wrong with me? You know, I didn't do anything wrong. They just being stupid. And now everybody's angry and nobody mm-hmm. really knows why.
0: Nobody's talking. Everybody's angry. And, you know, you're looking at them like, I know that something is wrong. You won't tell me. So it must be me. Mm-hmm. So now they're all in their own feelings, and you're all in your feelings, and it may or may not include the, your spouse, or at <laughs> or all, at all. But because you
1: can't articulate, can't
0: articulate it enough to at least just say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: "I'm not exactly sure," or whatever the case may be. Because even if you say, "I don't know," or it's not you, you if you don't tell me what it is, it's still just me, it's, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, but I it's those those types of um. It, instances that really bring, like I said, delight is the exact word, which Mm -hmm. is why I keep saying it, because I remember times when that was not the case. Me too. Where we would kind of come to a resolution, but not really, and then it would just come back. Mm -hmm. And we kind of come to a resolution, but not really, and then it would just come back. Mm -hmm. But now it's, you know, we really... You know, due to self work, mm-hmm. have learned okay what is it that is really bothering me in this situation, mm-hmm. and how do I articulate in a way that's non-threatening, mm-hmm. but direct, mm-hmm. and then with us both having that perspective, it becomes a lot easier to communicate problems. Mm-hmm. So
1: and and to resolve them, right? Because one one part of a problem is knowing that the problem exists, right? Like being able to communicate it. But two, you still don't control how your spouse is gonna receive it. So then the, the second part of it is receiving information and hearing with empathy, sympathy, understanding, trust, all of that stuff. To then say, I think this is a solution Or sometimes not giving a solution and letting that person use you as a sounding board to lead themselves to a solution and and building up that discernment of knowing when to do which one. Right. And and then at the same time, when you do pose a solution, posing an actual solution that both people can actually maintain Mm -hmm. long term. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the solution ain't Oh, I'm gonna just go buy you a diamond ring because if you get mad four times that week, I may not have the money to go buy you four diamond right. rings, nor do you wanna receive four diamond mm-hmm. rings. It might have been good once, but that's a one that's a one shot, and that's not a long term solution, right? You know what I'm saying, so it's more of a escapism or a distractor, yeah, you know what i'm saying so i think I think that that's one of those growth metrics. That it's been real interesting over time to be able to say, nope, this is when I just need to listen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. All right. Now we've eclipsed into something that I feel like I need to solve. And so now let me say something. But then let me make sure I'm saying something. Because even, even with us, you've told me that I've posed solutions in the past that you was just like, well, how am I supposed to do that and this other stuff? Right. So it's just that's just not going to work. You know what I'm saying, and but you know you need a more holistic view, or you need to just wait because some 'cause then I learned sometimes that as you're going through your conversation, you get to the solution, and you'd be like, "You know what this one I'm gonna do, and sometimes and, and in some moments, I realized it wasn't even me to begin with, mm-hmm. like you weren't even mad at me, but I'm the closest person and whatever thing I did just triggered whatever you had bottled up. And then I realized I do the same thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, because in that, in those instances, it ends up being like, we are each other's safe place. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, it's, it's like, um, I was talking with a, a parent and they were saying that, you know, with COVID and, and, and their kids being virtual, you know, and a lot of parents can relate. Like, you drop your kid off at school and they are just angels all day for the teachers. And then as soon as you pick them up, they have, like, a tantrum in the car on the way home. And so that's simply because you're their safe place where they can just let out all the emotion mm-hmm. that they've been bottling up because they've been, you know, taught to behave and, and you know be be good all day long and then they mm-hmm. get to to you as their mom or dad and they're just like ah, they just let it out
1: mm-hmm. so and you're like what in the and world you're like, oh
0: my gosh like calm down why are you acting like this but they just needed a, a place that they can just let it out because sometimes they're at school and they get frustrated but they don't want to go off and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know do something that would be considered quote-unquote out of character So it's the same thing, like, you know, you're dealing with the day's worth of frustrations and all of that. And sometimes, you know, you can debrief yourself to get yourself calm and ready to have those interactions with your spouse. But sometimes it it doesn't happen, you know, and unfortunately, you become the receiver of frustration that has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. It's, you know, at at this stage in our marriage, we understand that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times we just, okay, what is it that's going on? And even if you can't articulate it, maybe you just need a hug. Maybe you just need to sit and just be for a few minutes mm-hmm. and watch something, even if it's only five minutes or sit on the porch or like, you know, we've lately been going for a walk in the middle of the day, which has been great. Mm-hmm. You know, just do something that allows you to just debrief yourself and then have a conversation mm-hmm. that is non-threatening, maybe about nothing, maybe about it, any and everything that we see as we're walking. But it it gives you that safe place to know, OK, take a breath. This is what happened. This is my frustration behind it. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it does require actionable things. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's just, I just need a place that I can just be fully in my feelings about a thing and then let it go.
1: I know one thing that, (laughs) that works really, really, that has worked really well for me over time is sometimes recognizing that and just saying that. Like, I'm frustrated about this thing that have nothing to do with you. Mm Mm-hmm. I just need five minutes mm-hmm. or I need to go take a shower or I need to do this. Um, because I think that's super important to you. Again, looking inward yeah. first mm-hmm. when you like, like COVID is a big example of that I know a lot of people who are in a work from home situation. And they were like, man, that hour drive from work or well, that 30 minutes from work. Like I
0: needed that.
1: That's when I would <laughs> debrief. debrief. That's when yeah. I would just sit there and listen to a podcast
0: or podcasts nothing podcast
1: or nothing or little john or whatever yeah i went all the way back to little john
0: you <laughs> know what Lil i'm saying john,
1: if you listen to something like that just just to work it all out so then when you get home you're ready to you know interact you know what i'm saying so i know that was that was a big one for me when when i realized oh i do use my commute in this way and then when different work situations will come up, you know, I would just say to you, Hey, I'm frustrated with this thing and I know it has nothing to do with you. Just give me like ten minutes right. before we interact in any real way. So I can just mm-hmm. let that go before I'm interacting with you. And and you're the unintentional receiver right. of, you know, people who call meetings that could have been emails and all that dumb mm-hmm. stuff that you deal with on you know in a in a working day so that, that's a big one the other thing I think too that's been great at this stage of marriage is grace <laughs> and not only getting grace but being able to give grace you know what I'm saying yeah. like understanding like I think we both have a, a deeper understanding that we're both figuring it out as we go yeah. individually but we've made a commitment to each other mm-hmm. so it's like yes you are a passenger in the car of the Richard Robinson journey of who he is as a person and mm-hmm. how life evolves around him but at the same time he is a passenger of the Mary Robinson journey as she's figuring out all the different aspects of her life and what's happening and things like that so it's like a it's a weird you're a driver and a passenger mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. and you're trying to you're trying to mitigate both things right because you know if you've ever done road trips, you know, being in either seat is really a really different. You have different responsibilities because yep. if you're the driver, it's stay awake. Get us to where we're going safely. If you're the passenger, sometimes it's help me navigate. And and in our case with kids, it may be feed the kids
0: yeah passenger is you know
1: multifunctional taking
0: care of the back seat Mm -hmm. talking to you in the driver's seat so that you stay awake yeah maybe
1: tweaking the radio or changing the station or all that kind of stuff but then when the roles switch then that's my job to do all of that or whatever you need at the time Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where that's a that's a metaphor i like to use for you know, kind of being married. You're passenger and driver. Right. Because you can influence where you go. Mm -hmm. But as a group, you have a shared destination. This is where we're trying to go.
0: That's really good.
1: But both people, passenger and driver, can influence how you get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you got the GPS. I'm just driving. So you may be like, turn left. But then when the roles switch, it's like, no, I've gone this to this particular place 50 times and we really should take yeah. this route, you know. So it's a it's a real interesting kind of mix of positions. But at at this point right now, being uh, 40 and with you for 23, of 40 <laughs> years, uh it's a it's a great position to be in because I am the most relaxed I think I've ever been ever because at this stage like I think we've melted through all of the all of the stages like I'm not saying that I'm sloppy but I'm definitely not jumping the hurdles I jumped when we were sixteen <laughs> or seventeen, you know what I'm saying right. to to be at that impeccable level, you know what I'm saying, and not and not that that's a negative, that's actually a a big positive, yeah because it also means I've let you in you know, in a in a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying, where it's like I don't need to put up that facade that you know ninja scroll isn't a great anime that i really want to sit and watch you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and you're just like what is this this is a serious cartoon this looks boring <laughs> you know what i'm saying but being comfortable enough to have that exchange and then maybe i still watch it maybe i don't but the 17 year old me would have seen it and be like that chain on i want to watch it so bad <laughs> and then you'd be like
0: what is oh, this what's
1: this i'll oh, turn it what is this you know what i'm saying Cause you don't want to, you don't want to get that bad impression, and this is something everybody goes mm-hmm. to. I just think is great once you evolve to that yeah, point, yeah, where you can
0: be one hundred percent your real self. Yeah, all. The and time. that wasn't easy for me either.
1: What you mean? Elaborate. Like
0: you know, like you just said, being one hundred percent your real self. Like it, it's, it's a, it was a, a, a work in progress for me, mm-hmm. because you know. I've always been real um, strong minded. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say strong willed because I was never like stubborn, but it was a work in progress to get to a point where I could soften out and just be, be, and just be.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. So is know, that-
0: sometimes I want to put on makeup, sometimes I don't. And it's only a plus that you think I'm beautiful either way. Mm-hmm. Because it is true. even if you didn't, I would still... <laughs> like today, I put on I had a stitch of makeup on my face.
1: Mm-hmm. None at all. I mean, I ain't cut my hair, so...
0: truth. But yeah, it, it's it's a work in progress. I mean, I can not imagine... I mean, granted, I've never been like a full-face kind of girl anyway.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Like put on a bunch of makeup. Oh. Like right now, if like, I go and put makeup on, if it takes more than ten minutes, I'm like, this is taking too long.
1: <laughs> so you mean like a literal full face of makeup? Yeah,
0: like the whole shebang bang.
1: Eyebrows. Brows,
0: eyelashes. lashes, eyeshadow. Like I've I i do not think I've ever done my makeup and taken longer than fifteen minutes. Mm. And like right now, if I take longer than ten, I'm like, why is this taking me so long to do? Mm. But, uh, so I've never been that type of girl. But, I mean, early on, the the lax style that, I mean, and you are a bit different anyway. Because even on my lax style days, you'd be like, oh, that's so cute. And I'm like, but I just got on some sweatpants. You'd be like, that is so I love
1: cute. It. I love it. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> that's what makes this time of the year, like, my favorite. Like, November, December. When we be in the house with the Christmas lights, because, you know, we put up our lights like mid-November mm-hmm. uh, traditionally, and they get a chill in the house, I can't wait to that <laughs> evening, because I'd be like, if she come out here in them sweats and that hoodie, I'd be like, it is cuddle time. <laughs> we But about that's to what makes you very interesting, up.
0: because I know that's not uh, typically a normal thing for most guys. Just in, you know, having brothers and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And maybe their perspectives have changed as they've gotten older, too. Because, again, this was, you know, the last time that I talked to guys outside of you was when we were teenagers, Mm -hmm. essentially. I mean, yeah, we have, like, guy friends, but we don't converse in that manner. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, for us... I can walk around in my sweatpants and you're like, girl, you mm. better not walk too fast in mm. front of me now.
1: Mm-mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be working on number four. But no,
0: we're not. Stop. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> but at the same time, if I did go in to the closet and come out in some jeans and heels or something, you'd be like, all right, now what we doing today? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that doesn't happen very often. Especially now that we really don't have many places to go. Mm-mm. But some days I do, like, okay, today I'm going to dress up. I'm going to put my makeup mm-hmm. on. I'm going to... Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can be the reason. Mm-hmm. I got that from Miss Kev on stage. You are the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Be the reason. I can't remember the exact statement. But I mean, that's the idea of it. But either way, like, the fact that we've gotten to the point where... We can literally just be. And, you know, we care enough about ourselves to make sure we're clean and all that jazz. But we can just sit and just be and have on sweats or, I mean, T-shirt, mm-hmm. leggings for me. Mm-hmm. And enjoy each other's company and sit and watch a movie and laugh. And, you know, make fun of the rom-com that's coming on next or mm-hmm. have a, a, a conversation about History or politics or science. I mean, that's like the best.
1: Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to your point, I do the same thing. Sometimes I'll just get up and say, you know what? I'm going to go through the whole routine and trim the beard and trim the mustache and shave and cologne up just because. Mm-hmm. I ain't going nowhere. I just do it, and sometimes and 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 during COVID, I've done it periodically just to hear the "You smell good," you know, <laughs> yeah. Not and
0: that you don't smell good. Yeah, but some I mean, days when you, you really you like, oh, you, you tell
1: when I put in the extra work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm,
0: what's that smell? Yeah,
1: and then you got on the sweatpants, and I'd be like, "We booed up. <laughs> we about to sit here and watch this Rachel Ray cooking show." <laughs> And then some general hospital.
0: Look now. I don't be doing that. (laughs) So poppers. I walk in here and you got general hospital. I'm like, are you an old man?
1: Just be (laughs) on. But you know what I'm saying? Like just being able to do that. And and like you said, without reason. Like I don't need a reason anymore. I can do it just because. I can do it to incite a reaction. I can do it uh, just because I feel like I want to shave today and and all of that being okay it's not like a it's not like a a bar or wall that you've set where you're like if you don't look like this 24 7 then i feel some kind of way right and and then being able to reciprocate that because that's what i mean by grace you know what i'm saying like sometimes you just ain't feeling it and then sometimes there's other things going on and then you know stress and mental health and all that kind of stuff so sometimes it is nice to just be like you know what today I need to just binge this Netflix under this blanket like an old man Mm -hmm. and you can come and curl up beside me or not and either way me being okay with it and you being okay with those situations I think creates a a freedom you know what I'm saying? Like the more the more grace you give and the more freedom you give another person, the more of themselves they can expose. And I think over the years us doing that for each other has allowed us to very deeply enjoy each other on on you know, different levels of of magnitude. Yep. You know, that's that's been really Really, really enjoyable, but not stressful. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause, early on when you, I don't care what nobody say dating is stressful. At every level, because the entire time you're dating, or not the entire time, but there's a there's a very long portion, even for us, where it's just like you're meeting almost a unwritten goal. Like it's unwritten, and it, I don't even know if the actual expectation is given by the other person. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of again, a lot of you broadcasting or you projecting. If I'm not this, then she's gonna lose interest. Right. And I feel, like, feel that like that's back like first <clears throat>
0: continually um, put up a an image that you think the other person wants well, to see. Right. When, I mean, and it may or may not be true, but when you realize that the image is not the way to go because you can't hold up, and your arms gonna get tired. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not maintainable. You, you know? can't maintain it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you just let let yourself just be, and it takes a while. To, takes and a and while. granted, you might do a little bit here, mm-hmm. a little bit there. You get a peek of it. You get, you know, okay, now I feel like I'm safe in this area. Okay, now I feel like I'm safe in this area, and it does take a while. Mm-hmm. And there's a level of vulnerability there that you got to be willing to work through, and mm-hmm. and all kinds of trust and. You know, but, and we still, I mean, there's still instances now, like I said, you know, we're at a level where we have eclipsed new levels of communicating when it's not as easy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, that's 2318 in, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, so it, it takes a while to really get it all. And then as you grow and develop and become more of who you are in everything, anyway you know because we aren't the same people we were at 17 Mm-mm. you know we weren't aren't the same people we were at 25 or 29 or Mm-mm. 31 you know Mm-mm. it's just you grow and evolve and as you grow and evolve you still have to be vulnerable with with your spouse so that they can now understand this new level of who you are
1: mm-hmm. i wish i had my 25 year old knees though Come
0: on with the knees
1: I would run like the wind
0: Lord If them knees at 25 Would meet me at 39
1: (laughs) I'd run like the wind Man I'd do a three mile right now If I had my 25 year old knees Cause right The 40 year old me
0: My 25 year old right ankle
1: Look I'm telling you
0: (laughs) That right ankle at 25
1: She was right 25 That right ankle at 25 Nah I gotta go
0: back a little bit further When did we got married at 21 Uh huh uh-oh, I heard a child. Uh-huh. uh Oh, her child. Uh huh. So yeah, if I had my ankles back from before I broke my leg going upstairs in college.
1: Oh, uh, you at like so
0: at about twenty. Twenty. <laughs> I need that twenty-year-old mm. right ankle.
1: <laughs> you went all the way back. I thought I went back with little John. <laughs> you went back to the twenty. I could, man, if I had my (laughs) 20-year-old knees, I don't know. Man, I might be in the NBA somewhere. (laughs) Because right now, when we go for our brisk walk, my knees be burning like I need some liniment.
0: Man, what had us both tripping and laughing this morning was, so this made like maybe a week of us really doing a nice brisk walk at um, lunchtime instead of sitting on the porch like we had been doing, like, oh, Old, uh, old couple mm-hmm. we decided to change it and go for a walk just in front of the house you know the, it's been kind of chilly here so the kids don't come but um, best believe we keep the house in eye shot <laughs> the whole time mm-hmm. we're walking um, but <laughs> we woke both of us woke up this morning like why my legs and abs hurt all we've been doing is walking walking
1: <laughs> Look. Walking at 40 is different <laughs> Man, than walking. But we,
0: we did have, like, a really great pace and stride. I do, you know, I try to justify the aches
1: mm-hmm. with
0: that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at at 25, even, mm-hmm. I didn't have to run with an ankle brace on mm-hmm. when we used to do our... Because, remember we used to run a lot in mm-hmm. our, you know, upper 20s, mm-hmm. right before we got pregnant with Amari. Mm-hmm. We ran a lot. And so... You know, we would do three, four miles and wouldn't have to Mm-mm. wear ankle braces and Mm-mm. stuff. But now I go walking, but boy, let me go get my ankle, my mm. ankle brace, so I don't be waking up.
1: I'm thinking and about can't walk. Look, I'm thinking about taking an Epsom salt bath right now. <laughs> Whole body submersion.
0: <laughs> so yeah, just
1: preserve myself.
0: It's quite. It's quite the funny thing to to think about mm-hmm. and to see each other evolve and and grow and, you know, become better, you know, individuals and to watch us grow better mm-hmm. as a couple.
1: And, and individually, we strive to be better versions of ourselves. And I think in in that, we temper trying to be a better version of ourselves against the relationship. Mm -hmm. And that creates a sharper person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, oh, I'm working on me. I'm working on me. I'm working on me. Oh, and don't forget about me. It's not not the term, don't forget about me. But it's more like, I'm working on me. I'm working on me. Oh, you can't, don't think you're going to just take that left turn because I'm here to kind of check you. Right. You going a little too hard or you... Being overly ambitious with your time, you got kids, you got a wife, you might need to pull back, so I think that gives a an enough constraint to make real informed choices that you're like, if I'm gonna spend time on something, it's gotta be something that I'm really passionate about, so much so that I would do this with my kids, you know what I'm saying during the day, mm-hmm. type passion. Like, I'm so passionate about it. I want them to be passionate about it, too. Right. And I think that, again, it just keeps you from wasting time and makes you a sharper individual. And you learn to say no to outside people a little easier because you're like, no, my time's precious. I can't just waste it doing X, Y, and Z. So, right. yeah. So this is great.
0: Yeah, man. 18 years. High five.
1: High fives. 18, 18 short years.
0: In a few weeks, a couple of weeks. We'll yeah. be 18.
1: Yeah, a couple of weeks. But then this also is going to be the end of season one. Yeah,
0: season Yay. one.
1: 20 episodes, and then just before our anniversary and just Thanksgiving.
0: Before, so, yes, we'll take off um, through the holidays because I craft, so the holidays tend to be a little busy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you cook. And I cook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we spend a lot of family time together and granted you know this year we've been spending a lot of family time together anyway because of COVID but it's different at the holidays with the festivities and um, the decorating and all that jazz and then like I said for me it's the crafting and creating all these special gifts that I like to make and Mm -hmm.
1: um, for me it's the hype machine with the kids yeah oh man what you're gonna get is gonna be so awesome yeah. you can't wait to get it right and they just get all super excited
0: super excited so yeah we'll we'll resume at the beginning of the year and yep be ready to go if you have any um things that you want to hear us talk about
1: yeah any topics. feel free
0: to drop us a line on nine seven podcasts on instagram or um, if you know us personally, of course you can hit us up in any way that you have our information. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is season one. I'm, I'm really glad that we decided to do this. Yep. Uh, it's been it's great fun.
1: Yeah. It's been, it's been a joy. And even, even if there's not a season two, even though we're totally planning a season two, you know, it is, it's been a great experience and something that will live in, what is it? Perpetuity.
0: Don't okay, get. I I, for, I like words, but uh.
1: <laughs> for for a long time, and I think this is um, this has been a great experience, and and even even going back and listening to old episodes mm-hmm. and how the format and the conversation has evolved. Yeah, is is a joy in itself. So it's been fun. It's been great. We'll see everyone in the next year.
0: Yeah, twenty twenty one. We'll resume. Yep. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye. Bye.